Welcome to Unpacked, your ticket to the world's greatest events. I'm Michelle Santucci. And I'm Matt FX. And this week we're in Austin at South by Southwest. We're down here in the heat and the sun to be your eyes, ears, and taste buds. At no doubt one of the most legendary annual festivals going. We're delivering the daily scoop from the streets of South by, so tune in. And buckle up, it's Unpacked, South by Southwest 2017. Today in Austin. Today in Austin. It's day two. It's day two. But it's day one of music. Officially. Officially day one of music. Yeah. But nice. day two in real life. Yeah. I don't know what day it is. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> taco, 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 taco. <laughs> Today in Austin, the sun is out. Yes, it's warming up. I always feel like I have to give a weather update. For sure. Look, yesterday was pretty cold. It got nicer. It, it got did. way better. It did. But yesterday started pretty dreary. And looking at the forecast, it looks like it's only get, going to get hotter from here. We're in, we're in good shape, although we are recording this in a dark, cold room, but that's okay. A dark, cold room with velvet crush couches. <laughs> Fact. So it's day two here in Austin, and there are tons of film screenings. It is the first official day of music, which means lots of bands are in town. Lots of showcases. Lots of showcases. I heard you waited in a very long line for a showcase last night. We looked at a very long line, ah. and then we finessed our way through the side. But You're learning there quickly. Was, you know, you have to. Quick you have to learner. adapt. That was the Onion AV party. Shout out Slate. They hooked it up. A few of the sets we went to, Jacob Banks took it home, killed it. Amazing. He might knock out Idris Elba for sexiest British black man, I think, Ooh. in the world. It's possible. He also did back-to-back covers. He went Went from Girl Put Your Record On to Is This Love That I'm Feeling. Shade as well, super dope. Love them. Very sick. Yeah. Uh, loved the beats. I was actually the first time I'd ever seen oh, them. They're fantastic. Uh, or heard their music, but yeah. definitely went home and checked them out afterwards. Awesome. Yeah. There will be uh, a screening today of Give Me Future. Have you heard about that one? Yes, this is Major Laser in Cuba. It sure is. This is a historical moment it sure for is. our world. I got a chance to see it, and we got a chance to talk to the executive producer, Andrew. McGinnis. I, I'm so excited to see it. I'm also so excited to go down to Cuba. Oh, well, there you go. There's your next trip. Yeah, exactly. Unpacked Cuba. Yeah, let's do it. Other things going on today in the music space. We're going to have some time to talk to up-and-coming star No Name. Yes. Oh, word on the street is Fuck Jerry's here doing a panel. <laughs> and Buzz Aldrin. I, we're just going to leave those there for you guys. Sure. This is Michael Corcoran, an Austin music critic who's been to every South by Southwest, and this is your daily festival fact. If you look at South by Southwest in recent years, almost every major act has started out you know, playing South by Southwest. But here are some of the bands that played even before 2000 that were relatively unknown when they came to town. There was Uncle Tupelo, Beck, Ben Harper, Ben Folds Five, Nico Case, you know, Rufus Wainwright, Death Cap or Cutie, Bright Eyes, Mouse Mouse, on and on. But actually the band that made the biggest splash was not even booked for South by Southwest. It was the three brothers from Tulsa, Oklahoma called Hanson, and they showed up and they just played at the softball game. And they sang their song, which had, we became a later hit, it was called Mbop or something like that, I can't remember how you pronounce it. But they, they played their future hit there and they got their manager and they got in a car and drove down from Tulsa and then they got signed to a label based on their South by Southwest appearance. It's pretty cool. I'm Michael Corcoran and that was your Daily Festival Fact. Spotify, we love data. So I recruited my buddy Jordan Gremley from the Spotify Artist Insights team to hit us with some cold, hard facts. He's going to share some insights about bands that are building momentum on Spotify and are also down here at South by Southwest. Here's Jordan, live from Austin with Clear for Takeoff. Artist to watch because math. 
Thanks, Michelle. Yep, my name is Jordan, and I'm joined here by Lucas, our uh, music data analyst here at Spotify. Uh, I believe the correct term is musical sorcery. Oh, uh, that's right. Yes, we coined this term yesterday. So yesterday, we suggested, based on the data, a band called Fourth Wanderers. And then, because it's important to validate your data analysis, that's the term, right? Yes, the um, qualitative <laughs> validation. We went out and saw them last night. And uh, Lucas, what'd you think? I really enjoyed them. I thought they played a really good set, super technically proficient. Yeah. Really excited for the full-length release. Yeah, I think, I think it was a good pick. The data started us off <laughs> the well. The data did not disappoint. And now here it's Tuesday at uh, South by Southwest, and we've got another pick for you that the data tells us is going to be big, and then we're going to go see this artist tonight and see how it did. Who we yep. got today? So today we have Tamika Jones, who is actually an Austin local and apparently pretty regular figure in the music scene down here. And what's interesting about her is that we can see through the data that new fans have been discovering her leading up to the festival from playlists that are promoting the music of South by Southwest. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it's very evident that South by's impact extends far beyond the physical boundaries of the event itself. Cool, so they're finding these South by playlists on Spotify. We have the whole you know group of South by yep. playlists, and they're saying specifically, oh, this artist, Tamika, this is, I'm saving this to my exactly. playlist. I want, I want to go see her, yeah. Cool. So uh, so we're going to go tonight, and uh, we're going to see where she's playing tonight. She's playing at Maggie Mays, right? 11 o'clock Maggie Mays. It's a late one. Yeah, we're going to try to get in. No, we're, we're going to get <laughs> yeah. it. We're going to say we got data to validate here. Exactly. And, and everyone's going to know exactly what we're talking about, and then we're going to go see it. And, uh, and we'll let you know uh, how it goes and give you another pick here on Cleared for Takeoff tomorrow. Yo, it's MattFX, and I have been in and out of line all day trying to get a sense of what's up with people, what they are talking about, what they're excited about here at South by Southwest. Here is a view from the queue. I'm here with... With Adam. Last name is Spar. S-P-A-R. Adam, what's up, dude? How's it going? It's good. Tell us what you're waiting in line to go do right now. Uh, so I'm at this thing called a Flow Rider. It's like a wave but it's inflatable and it's set up in a parking lot here in Austin, which I was not expecting. You sign up, you get 30 minutes and you get to surf. I mean, you guys are doing like surfing tricks. It's crazy. I, for, for the listeners at home, this dude is drenched in a wetsuit in the middle of downtown Austin right now. Yeah, in the middle of South by Southwest. Not, crazy, right? Not what I was planning to be doing, but it's pretty awesome. Uh, you don't get waves. No, uh, no, not Unless you're at the beach, yeah. but this is a, a nice surprise and it's cool to be out in the water. not just a concert film. It's really important that it was more than that and was about how these kids know what's going on. We're here today with Andrew McGinnis, the executive producer of new documentary Give Me Future and CEO of Teamwork Management. You actually got to go to Cuba with Diplo and Major Lazer before basically anybody was allowed to go there. We were allowed to go. We were just first. It's important. Very important. We have really put ourselves out there as people that are willing to travel and play for, you know, whoever is willing to have us. 27 days before the trip, John Kerry announced a change in the laws, so put the movie together on three weeks' notice, essentially. It very much became the story of everyone around that show. I'm guessing this is your first time as an executive producer on a film. Can you talk to us a little bit about what that process was like? Kind of making sure that the essence of the people that worked on the event were there and like the vibe of that trip was translated into the film. Really got into the idea that, all right, this has never been done before. Like we're gonna make it happen with Cuban people like on the ground there and like we're gonna do it in the way that 
people have to do things here. Like there is this constant theme in the movie about how everyone there is DIY out of necessity, not out of fashion. How did you prep, you know, the people of Havana to know who Major Lazer was to come down there and do this massive show? So we did all the kind of normal channels. We met with the government. They agreed to do the show. And they're like, okay, well, we're going to start promoting the music videos on national television because the government owned the television. They control it, yeah. right? And they're like, okay. And like, here's the hard drive with the music videos. And like, we'll give it to like Eduardo or whoever was there. And like, this is Eduardo. He runs the national television. We're like, okay, like, here you go. And we gave him a hard drive with all the videos on it. And he ran away and got in a car and drove off to, I assume, put the music videos on TV. <laughs> and then we did all the kind of unofficial ways, which were wildly effective. When we were down there, we learned about this thing called El Piquete, mm-hmm. which is basically like a physically passed around version of Spotify. <laughs> right. Fabian, who was like our forever fixer down there, was like, just let's pay the just pay them fifteen hundred bucks and we'll get them to spread all the major laser content all over the island. It's crazy. It was like mm-hmm. so outside of the kind of rules of capitalism and, and I hope people take that away from the movie that it's like, oh like you can still succeed outside of the norms. Or were there any other sort of like outtakes or or you know pieces that didn't make it into the documentary? Stuff that happened at like after hours and at nighttime where the camera like we the government threw us a party at the Ernest Hemingway Marina and the party was okay it was a party thrown by the Cuban government you know <laughs> and at the end of the party someone was like yo you guys want to go to a party in the jungle and we're like yeah like, yeah let's do that <laughs> and in the middle of the forest there was 5000 kids having a rave and it looked like the vill- the Ewok village from Return of the Jedi. Like there was all old trees and the stage was made out of fake old trees. And, yep. and that's the one thing that we missed completely. No one filmed it. No cameras. Like, no yeah. cameras. But it was really, really like an incredible little experience. Can't wait to go have a beer and watch the documentary. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Andrew. Earlier today, I sat down with No Name, an unbelievably talented rapper from Chicago, performing off the strength of her fantastic mixtape telephone. Is this your first time at South by? No, no, I've I've come uh, probably like three times before this. Yeah. First time since telephone dropped, though. Yes, first time since telephone dropped. First time as an an official artist. How? What do you think is the biggest difference now that you're kind of coming out as like a you know as you said as a proper established official artist? The, well, the biggest difference is uh, I'm getting paid. <laughs> That's shattered. Um, but no, no, it's 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 really the fans, the fans and the fan engagement at the shows. It's humbling. Okay, uh, I'm do something really corny. Hey guys, this is No Name, and this is my jingle. Music, movies, listen to Unpacked. <laughs> <laughs> Today on Heaven is a Food Truck, I am at Masala Shack on Red River between 6th and 7th. I'm here with Kazim, who's about to tell us a lot more about the shawarma he's making for us. So we're more of an Indian Mediterranean fusion, so ours is like more spiced up and uh, has a very flavorful taste to it. Uh, I started my first food truck uh, four years ago while I was going to UT, and uh, now I own four in Austin, Texas and downtown. and. Uh, we come out every South by and hustle for 10 days. Looks like we're handling a pretty classic shawarma gyro wrap on a pita. There's a chicken, lettuce, a little tomato, white sauce, hot sauce. You know, if anyone on from New York is listening, you'll know this is halal food, some gyro. Uh, goes under many different names around the world. But uh, let's see how this tastes. 
the red sauce is less spicy than I'm used to. It's almost ketchupy. Not complaining. I almost detect a faint sriracha in there. Really nice, flavorful chicken. Good pita. Yeah, this is a good bet if you're down here for sure. We're rolling. We're at day two, South by Southwest, Spotify singles at Jim Eno's Public Hi-Fi Studios, Austin, Texas. Uh, we got Jim here and a guest. Can you please introduce yourself, sir? So I'm Son. Um, that's my name. Where'd you come <laughs> here from? From London via way of Vienna via way of now Los Angeles. Fantastic. Yeah. We're glad to have you here. Uh, we just finished recording two beautiful tracks. Can you tell us which two songs you played? For the first time, we did a kind of full band version of Renan, which is from a new record. Um, really nice to kind of try out what we do live, but try it if it worked um, uh, in a studio, which it came out amazing. Thank you. It worked really well. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, and beautiful drum sounds that I love and yeah it was just really really nice to, to lock that down and I did um, Still Crazy After All These Years by Paul Simon a fantastic choice straight yeah. through piano take it straight was awesome take, all the way Man. like this yeah <laughs> <laughs> had you not chosen that cover what, what are some of your other what are the covers in your uh, if I hadn't done Still Crazy After All These Years by Paul Simon I'd have probably done Climax by Usher <laughs> very similar tracks really sim actually to be honest it's the same thing really it's like the same vibe but um, yeah it's another beautiful song yeah awesome do you have any South by Southwest survival tips for everybody out there um, South by South well I don't know because I played my first South by show last night and it was really good and it wasn't Sounded really easy at too, all. right? And yeah. it was like I had five minutes before I got on stage and we were just sort of like what do we do now that never happens um, so I think the answer is bring about a hundred crew with you and um, just, just make sure, <laughs> to be honest, the band after us, um, Sylvan Esso looked like they had a much easier setup than us. So I would say don't bring drums, don't bring 16 synthesizers with you. Um, and yeah, just do it. Basically, just don't be me. That's my, my advice. Well, we're, we're going to hope that your, uh, your streak continues of a, of a smooth South by, and, yeah. uh, and we're thrilled to get, uh, get this Spotify singles in the can and uh, get it out there for the world. So, yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank yeah, you, Jim. Great. Thanks for, oh, thank you, thanks for uh, thanks coming so out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really appreciate you doing this. Thank you. Yeah, it's a beautiful space. Come record here. It's amazing. Thank you. So we took an industrial robot and we taught it basically exactly how Albert Einstein would write using his real handwriting. So it's your boy Matt FX here in the field. I am at the National Geographic Further Base Camp with Chad from Deep Local. So tell me exactly how the process goes. So you tweet in a photo to at NatGeo channel with the hashtag NatGeo at South by Southwest and we actually take you in your photo. We optimize it and then send it to the robot. We make a portrait for you and tweet Amazing. it back at you. About an hour later, this robot has actually chalked it out on this chalkboard. It looks incredible. I've never seen my face drawn like this. I mean, I'm catching infinity signs, I'm catching cosines, equal signs. And funnily enough, it's actually pi day today and I can see quite a few pi signs as well on this. Really, really cool stuff. Hey, Tally. Hi, Michelle. Oh, we're best friends already. <laughs> so I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what you're doing down here at South By this year. Okay. Can you give us the rundown? Can you tell us a little bit about Silvio? Yeah, I am in Silvio. I play Maggie, and uh, it's about a gorilla 
and the public access show that he joins on accident. Can you tell us a little bit about your role specifically in the movie? My role is I'm like the one with the clipboard and the pencil in her hair who's running around making sure that the show happens. So you get the shit done? I get the shit done. So this is not your first rodeo or your first time down at South By? No. Uh, I heard you had a pretty amazing year last year. Yeah, I was in the Arbalest. I played Sylvia. Can you believe it? <laughs> I see a trend here. And um, we won the narrative film. You're like an honorary really important person yeah, at everybody's South By. Everybody's freaking out. Everybody, when they see me, they're like, are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> so this year on Unpacked, you're, uh, you're obviously filling us in on what you're working on, but you're mm -hmm. also going to go out and talk to some people and get their uh, review on some of the films that are showing. We're going to ask people to wrap up what they just saw as their own film trailer. So they have to speak in a movie voice. They have to speak in a movie voice. Challenge accepted. Mm -hmm. Everyone of Austin, look mm -hmm. out for Tally. Mm -hmm. I'm coming. We're at the Ritz. It is 4ish p.m. Ramblin' Freak? Ramblin' Freak. Got there. There you go. Who's in the visions category? In a world with a cat and a dude making a film because he's got time to kill. That was better than I ever could have asked for. And also, like, after dairy, that's hard. Yeah, dairy right? is not the thing you're supposed it to eat when you a go bar in. It creates a barrier layer. Yeah, it makes it, you gargle. Yeah, yeah. God, you did a great job. Thank you. My name is Fallon J. Beckham, and I am from Baltimore. That's a beautiful name. Sweet. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> uh, my name is Maceo Tendaji, and I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. In a world <laughs> where, where one man wants to be a white man, but he's a Nigerian man, and he's Don't do this. trying to do everything in America, but he can't. Daryl Jara, coming this spring, 2017. That's yeah. okay. <laughs> great. I liked watching what, you figure you, it you, out uh, in real time. <laughs> right, you got one, you got one, Mason? For the same movie? Yeah. yeah. In a world where a man tries to rekindle his relationship with his father and reconnect with his Nigerian past, will they reconnect or will his previous allegations mess him up for life? Find out this spring. Uh, 2017. Darajou, coming to a theater near you. Be there! <laughs> Hi, I'm Brad Gastworth. Hey, nice to meet you, Brad Gastworth. I saw yesterday morning the, uh, the film Fits and Starts, so I'll, I'll do that one. Okay, okay, great. In a world where one writer is married to another writer who is more famous than that writer, they search for validation and glory on the road to Connecticut with dinner party of crazy people at South by Southwest 2017. The right. road to Connecticut. Yeah. My God. <laughs> what a redemption tale. Anyone who knows me back from New York City knows that I, I ride a scooter around everywhere. So I'm, I'm super down with non-bicycle, non-car, traditional car ways of getting around. So today in Newbie Thoughts, I noticed something really interesting yesterday on my first full day walking around Austin, which is that there are just so many different alternative methods of transportation. Like, sure, people are still using Rideshare. There's an app called Ride Austin here. It's an alternative to Uber. But 
there are these like weird metal electric scooter things, kind of like in the shape of a letter A that people are riding around. They're super light, just buzzing around the streets. There's these pedicabs everywhere. I saw one with uh, the Game of Thrones Iron Throne on it. There's like weird, almost like four, six seat, like Caterpillar open air Jurassic Park sort of cars driving around that I've been really curious about. There's so many different ways of getting around. Obviously this is a walking city, but I'm very excited to try out some of these alternative methods of transportation today. All right, guys, day two is a wrap. We're going to bed, or maybe to another show. Thanks for listening. I'm Michelle Santucci. And I'm Matt FX. Check back in tomorrow for day three of South by Southwest. Same time, same place. Unpacked is a Spotify original podcast produced with help from Whitney Donaldson, Andrew Chug, and Margaret Kelly at Slate Group Studios. Special thanks to Kate McGee from right here in Austin and Natalie Tulloch, Christina Choi, William Garrett, Jack Mason, and Rob Fitzpatrick at Spotify. The idea of coming to South by Southwest is to make a splash. And Florence Welk from Florence and the Machines you know, did it quite literally. She was opening for four other bands. Nobody knew who she was. And she, it was, a, it was a Mexican restaurant that had like a fountain with a pool. And she jumped in the pool and got wet and rolled around and got on stage. And that, everybody was talking about her after that.